Hello, welcome to another Cheap Shot Wrestling podcast. This is episode number 17. We've uh, made it. We have made it. <laughs> I'm Matt Bass and I'm here with Ben Bowles. Ben Bowles, me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at CSWPod. And also, Ben. Oh. I don't uh, know whether we want to we go through this. We will put this out. Well, we'll check it in because I've started doing Twitter now. Yeah. Ben, you, you run our Twitter account, so I think it was only fair that I would do one myself. Mostly because... It's hard to have two people... Ru- well, you can have two people running the same totally pod. You can totally do the two people, but I was yeah. just like, well, I don't tweet enough about wrestling, so I'm going to start my own Twitter account. So it's at Ring Review, and it's just me. I just tweet about wrestling. And it's mostly just, yeah, it's the same as with the other one, where it's just I just like tweeting about things that I'm like... I just want to focus it all on one account. So mm-hmm. It's all there now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the 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 two Twitter accounts you can follow now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even nice more, balance. even more wrestling. Just yeah. want to get more wrestling tweets and retweets and stuff. Um, we've been gone for what month? Haven't we? Yes. So the last time we were here was last month, and that was before the. That was no. It wasn't. Was it was before chamber. It was after Royal Rumble, before the chamber, and before Fastlane, which was last Sunday. Yes. Um, so yeah, we've had yeah we've had chamber and Fastlane since we last recorded. Yeah, we were going to record between Elimination Chamber and Fastlane, but didn't realize we realized there wasn't really much point in doing that because no. um, you get more of a rounded idea of what's going on in WWE and going towards WrestleMania now than you would have before Fastlane. So yeah, you made um, a great point that obviously Elimination Chamber and Fastlane can be grouped together. As just the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, so we can, could just cover that. In and one I go. think actually something that needs to be pointed out before we go through this is that there was a recent announcement that um, WWE were going to go back to dual branded pay per views, aren't they? Yeah, every pay per view for the calendar year which, is going to be Raw and SmackDown, which I think will be great for yeah. the road to WrestleMania. I think the rest of the year, I quite like the branded pay per views, but mm. I think the road to WrestleMania has really struggled with having single branded pay-per-views because you end up with like this kind of uh we're halfway house between elimination chamber fast lane we don't really know what's going on with like oscar and this kind of stuff yeah, and you exactly. kind of go mm, i'm not sure but if you have a dual branded pay-per-view everyone's there and it just, every it, yeah. story can be forwarded and then once everyone can be working to the same point everyone's working to the same pay-per-view date yeah so you don't end up with this thing where like it's a Raw pay-per-view coming up in a week, so nothing's really happening on SmackDown and everyone's focusing on Raw, and then it's inverse when it's a SmackDown pay-per-view. And you don't get that. It, Everyone yeah. is working towards Fastlane, or everyone's working towards Elimination Chamber. I like that. And then yeah, you get on both shows that it's not on SmackDown they're mentioning Backlash, and then on uh, Raw, for example, they're mentioning maybe Extreme Rules or something. Yeah, or something, yeah, where it's like or another just... pay-per-view from the other brand, and they're advertising the other brand's pay-per-view, which yeah. always seemed a bit odd when they're supposed to be in competition with each other. And I think it's nice that, obviously, you're like, you like exactly like you said, is both shows can mention the same pay-per-view, and they're building to the same place. Mm. So it's basically just a case of, um, you're like, obviously, yeah, after WrestleMania, it's a good place to, to reset. Yeah. So they can all just build towards the same pay-per-view. Like, everything obviously resets after Mania anyway. Mm. So... I'm all for it, and I I, think I totally understand why, because obviously they're they're struggling to fill arenas as it is yeah. with well, so many shows that they do. On Raw this week, I thought it was amazing that <laughs> during the show they said, mm. next week we're coming live from, I don't know where it was they're coming from next week, but they said, you know, we're coming live from such and such place. Yeah. And on the screen, it comes up saying, you know, Raw next week in let's say detroit and yeah. it says oh next week is in detroit and then at the end it says tickets available on Ticketmaster." you go wow they're doing on-screen tv advertisements to get people to buy tickets for next monday's raw yeah on, how is yeah. that happening like if raw came to town anywhere in europe it would sell out really quickly but because it's america where they're a little bit more kind of it comes around it goes around and mm. we'll be back here in a six months time anyway we can go then that that time you can almost plan ahead can't you, you people will like... just go eh, should we go to raw yeah can't be bothered i mean brock lesnar's failed to turn up three weeks in a row so fucking why why why, why to bother so what's the point to really end up doing we talked about that exactly as well, and it's yeah, I think I... I These I'm, are the sort of things we chat about before we record, <laughs> yes. Just before we jump on. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, I like the idea that they're obviously going to build all, all towards the same show. And it means it's easier for someone like me, who's quite mm. a casual fan and dips in and out. Yeah. And I can't watch everything they put out. I mean, it's 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 near on impossible to oh, watch. Oh, it's getting out. a bit ridiculous with the amount of stuff, yeah. So I feel like as me, I watch the pay-per-views religiously. Mm. But I'll watch Raw and SmackDown when and if I can. Yeah. So having it all be on one pay-per-view, I can all catch up in one go. Yeah. So I can be like, okay, I can turn on Extreme Rules after Mania and be like, everyone's here. Mm. Every Both shows are here. I've got both storylines from all the shows coming on. I'm like, yeah. 
cool. I like it. Right, this is this is something. Obviously, it does give the opportunity for cross-branded interactions. Yeah. So, and that's always exciting, whether they're doing it or not. Mm. So it's always like, oh, okay, the US champion's talking to the Intercontinental champion. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah. So I, like I think yeah, I think the cross-brand stuff is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how it works out. I really hope it doesn't mean it's the end of the brand split because I like oh, yeah. the brand split. I just think if they kept the pay-per-views being dual branded that's fine yeah but i think the shows need to still stay separate because i think you've got too many titles large to 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 have you know people dropping in on both shows because then it's just pointless if people are going to be on both shows you might as well just have the one world title and i don't want that one world title being the universal title Mm. so and it would be the same for the women's championship they would just merge the two women's titles yeah the ic title versus us title i mean you know one of them is going to come out in the end yeah so yeah i mean having the champions be shared but keeping yeah. the show separate. I don't know. But anyway, the, 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 the shows need to be separate. The pay-per-views are fine if they're going to make them single, uh, both dual-branded. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know because, what Yeah, I mean. the, the roster's too big, so you can't just have, you can't just yeah. have like a, a WWE show with like mm. over 100 and something superstars. Yeah. And you go, they haven't got the room. They need to split them up. So we'll get on to what I plan to talk about yes. in this one. Um, oh, by the way, we're going to try and make this bit of podcast a bit shorter than the last one. Well, yeah. uh, there was a reason why I called it the Monster Among Podcast because it was two, <laughs> two, two, two hours, 40 minutes, was it? Yeah, two hours, 40. We're Something like that. Two and a half now. hours, anyway. We rambled um, and rambled. Yeah. yeah and we got I think a lot of that could have been cut out, um, yeah. but that's the power of not editing. Um, <laughs> so we're going to try and make this a bit shorter. Well, yeah. I say we're going to try and make it shorter. You already know how long it is because you're listening to this recorded on a podcast. Yeah, you've seen um, it. Hopefully it's just about Hopefully <laughs> this doesn't sound stupid when you're looking down at a two oh, hour, no. two hour thirty five. We're gonna see the recording. And it's gonna be like two hours. And we're going, oh, <laughs> cut, cut the first bit out. We can't yeah. say it. <laughs> so um, right, we're gonna talk about just as a brief sum up of some of the things we liked, or not necessarily stuff we liked, but thought were key moments from yeah, yeah, Elimination yeah. Chamber and Fast Lane. Okay. So I think, well, firstly, we'll go with the Elimination Chamber match itself with the men's match yeah, yeah, yeah um which was won by roman reigns mm-hmm. not surprising pretty predictable wasn't it predictable but i'm happy about it i think a lot of people are annoyed because oh god brock lesnar versus roman but yeah. honestly do you want to see finn balor get destroyed by brock lesnar no i don't want to see, don't see that i don't want to see him buried by brock lesnar no, i want to no, see no. him have a match against roman who he could have a legitimately good match with yes and not just a five minute squash match where he gets suplexed a bunch of times you know i don't want to see that and roman roman can beat brock and take the title from brock and then actually have it on the show every week unlike brock he doesn't turn up and i think <laughs> people are saying about the roman um the roman promos that have happened and the first one was good and yeah, then the first some, one was really the first strong, one was good because i think there was a certain element of truth in there um yeah. obviously it's a work I, uh... it's a work to shoot but mm. it definitely came from a real place. He was yeah. clearly very frustrated with how it was being treated. It came from truth. Yeah. yeah. So it came from, or at least their opinion of Brock. Yes. So you kind of look at it and go, okay. So it was definitely, it was a good reflection of current events. But I and don't like that Brock hasn't been on the show. No. Yeah. And clearly doesn't, Roman doesn't either. No. It's him being seen as the head of the locker room. Obviously he would be a bit pissed off. Mm. But a superstar working on his show is not turning up. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's it's the love of the show and obviously the commitment to the business. Yeah, and he's not seeing that, so that really worked that into the promo mm. really well. I thought that was good. So, yeah. but so yeah, coming out of Elimination Chamber, I think the stuff with Roman has been quite good on the whole. Yeah. Roman's stuff has been good. He's I think the fact that Brock needs to have been there. I think they've had too many times where they've said Brock's going to be on the show, and then they said, "Oh no, Brock." hasn't turned up he's not turned up because he's late or something i don't know that's what it was last night on raw they were oh, like he's oh running late. he's either he's he's had a problem with his car or he's been sick or he's just not turned up we don't know what's happened to him <laughs> that was what kurt angle said and you're like okay brilliant so but you sort of think at this point it's false advertising people are buying tickets for your shows yeah they want to see and brock and they want to see brock. brock yeah yeah and then you wonder why they're advertising for tickets being available yeah. during the show maybe because people think why should i bother turning up to detroit or wherever it is i mean there's no point in me turning up there because i watched it on tv this week and i was disappointed so why would i buy a ticket for yeah. next week and brock was supposed to be here but 
he was advertised to be on this show, but he's not going to be there. So does that mean the other people who are advertising that show might not be there? How disappointing to turn up to that show and be like, and, well, and, and to be expecting Brock Lesnar to turn up. Yeah. This show is already like five hours if you're watching it live yeah. in the arena. And you sit through the whole thing and you go, didn't even show up once. You yeah, didn't even get to see the, the champion of this show is not even here. Yeah, because at that point, by the time Raw starts, they'd have already seen an hour of like main event matches and things like that. And exactly. Been, in the in that building for maybe an hour and a half at that point anyway and they're going oh you know raw's about to start yay and then kurt angle comes out and they're like okay let's see what they are they started with the stuff with ronda okay cool ronda's gonna be here no ronda's not there brock's not there okay what am i here for that's basically what they're saying you could excuse it beforehand but like you said now they're being told that lesnar's turning up to these shows and they're being told that ronda's gonna be on raw every week it's false advertising. They it can't is. keep pushing it like that. And obviously they're not going to show that the show is doing... Like the ratings are going to take a dip because people are going to lose trust and lose faith in the fact that yeah. not just Lesnar, but other people are being advertised for shows. Mm. And they'll go, okay, what's to stop John Cena just not showing up to shows Yeah, now? but that's the thing goes, though. People would pay tickets to go and see Raw if they knew Cena was going to be there. And then yeah. if Cena just didn't turn up... Even if it's storyline, even if it's this is all kayfabe and this is all Vince McMahon's plan of like oh, it'll be funny if Brock doesn't turn up three weeks in a row. Exactly, like it's it doesn't matter. People are still paid to see Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar's not there. So whether it's you doing it, which almost makes it worse, because if Brock's just not turning up, that's like well Brock's a dick. Yeah. But if Vince is saying oh no this is part of the story that he doesn't turn up, then you're the dick and the whole WWE are dicks for yeah. doing that because. That's a dickish move to do. We were trying to work out earlier if that was illegal. And we weren't too... Well, I'm not too sure how it works I'm not out, sure. Obviously. I'm not sure how it works. I'm not sure with false advertising. If you say they're going to be there and then they don't turn up, if it's a legitimate reason, then it's fine. But if they yeah. just no-show, is that a breach of contract? But if it is a breach of contract and WWE are fine with this, that must mean it's not real. This isn't real. He isn't actually being told yeah you don't need to come to Raw yeah, this don't week. show up this week i know we've advertised you but don't show up yeah and you think maybe that's not what's happening yeah i don't it? know I, I honestly don't know but either way roman's killing it in terms of his roman's promos. improving I'm roman's impressed. improving it and i i like that yeah um and what we he, need for someone to actually take out Blazer. he needed to be a bit more truthful he needed to stop with the sucker and suck tash son stuff mm, yeah and things like that and just being <laughs> a bit gimmicky and this is my yard now and all that stuff because it's funny because in that First promo after Elimination Chamber. Yeah. He came out there and started his promo doing his usual shtick. He came out there and went, you know, this is my yard now. Oh. I'm going to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar. And then it's people, the and then there was a bit thing, of boo yeah. stuff. And it was the standard booing. And then he went, do you know what? I'm going to say something that they don't want me to say. And you're going to go, oh, hang on a second. Have we pushed him over His the edge? tone has changed. <laughs> yeah. And now he's suddenly not doing his usual shtick. And you go... That's good. Don't do that anymore. Mm. Do this. Be a bit more honest. Be a bit more truthful. And then the thing is, like people saying that, like, you said earlier on, you said, oh, it, they're trying to do CM Punk with him. It did feel like that. And, yeah. But I think what it is, is not so much doing CM Punk, not saying I'm Roman Reigns, the voice of the voiceless. It's not. No, just doing I think, the shoot stuff is what No, I but mean, I think yeah. the fact is, the reason why CM Punk was successful. Oh, my phone's beeping at me for some reason. <laughs> That sounded oh. like an emergency. What was that? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the reason why CM Punk was successful yeah. was because even when he was doing the stuff in character before the pipe bomb and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. What he was saying always had some element of truth in it. You always yeah, felt yeah, yeah. like you believed that he believed, you knew he believed what he was saying. Mm. And I think that's part of the reason why Roman hasn't been um very successful up until now on the mic and stuff is because yeah. people just don't believe what he's saying you can people, almost see it written on his hand and yeah he's just reading it from his and palm. it felt like he was yeah. reading a script because he was and it, it needed to come more from heart and it's like when he did the stuff with john cena john cena made him look like shit because oh, God, cena yeah. knows how to do a promo and cena was running circles around Dragging Roman. through the mud in a big way and he was yeah. like you know come on you want to be the top guy here come you're on the, speak it was like you're the big and it dog. was it was come really on, bad because roman had clearly forgotten his ne- next line and Cena made him look like shit, but rightly so because oh, he he showed yeah. him up for how bad he was being, and I think that was probably a good shot in the arm for him. But that was that was like a clear that was seemed like a very clear like rib for him where it yeah. was sort of like a look. If you want to go out there and say that you're the you're the best out here and you're the big dog, show me. You need to show me. And yeah. obviously, you clearly can't work on that. Yeah, and they has. It, yeah. it seems like he has taken that to taken I, that to and, heart. And the thing with anyone who's successful in WWE, if you look in the past, they're all people who. 
they may be speaking in character, they may be speaking using a gimmick or whatever, but there's always a certain element of truth. Like mm. with Austin, there was always that. Even this, there was oh storyline him and Mister the Evil Mister McMahon. Oh, yeah. He still didn't like Vince that much, you know. He kind of had he's always had that kind of um, clashing relationship with Vince. Like they worked they, well together, but they could really only spend more than like five minutes. Yeah, together. they they always clashed anyway. Like yeah. they had a clash of personalities, but that's what made them actually quite similar in a lot of ways. They but, gelled because of it. But they always had quite a conflicting relationship. Rock was always ever the, ever ever the professional, mm. you know. He's always that, and so you kind of. But he was always honest about what he was doing, even though he was saying, you know, candy ass and all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, there was he... always an element where you thought, "Oh, I'm seeing him like die, Rocky die." Before that point, he was coming out there and doing the sucker and sucker tash, son. Hey, he look at the, me, Rocky Maivia, smiling you know, and dancing to the ring with colourful, you know, ring gear and all the rest of it. And you go, and he went heels, and then people started chanting, "Die, yeah. Rocky, die!" And he goes, oh, "Okay, screw you." So yeah. it kind of ends up going in that, and you go, "It's truthful." And then you look yeah. at Ric Flair; he was walking around saying he's, you know, styling and profiling and all the rest of it, but. He really was a drunk who went around in limousines. <laughs> that was him. It was his life. <laughs> and like Rock, Rock, he was sleeping with loads of women all the time. But it's like Rock's successful um, heel turn when he got rid of, all, ditched all the bright colours and went yeah. to all black gear, and just came out to like very like quite subdued music. Yeah, well, didn't smile and the nation and all that. Yeah. yeah, and it was like that character came from a place where he was just frustrated. It was truthful. Yeah, he was pissed off. Because the fans didn't mm. embrace him quick enough. Yeah. So he took it to himself and just went, well, mm. fuck him then. I'll just do whatever I need to do. Yeah. And that's Rain what Roman... seems, Rain seems to be doing that now, but you still take it with a grain of, yeah. is it still slightly their idea? I, I, that I hope this? that they carry on with it. I yes. hope that they carry on with this. Roman, Roman comes out and calls out people on their bullshit. But I, I hope that's what they go with. Because mm. I think that's the best thing for him. Because he needs to be more natural um, and more real. And yeah. then people will actually get him. Because I think that's what WWE don't get. It's, it, the reason why people don't like Roman Reigns is not because he's a bad wrestler. Um, it's not even because he's necessarily bad on the mic. It's because he's reading exactly what he's told to read. And it's awful. He's very and clearly a company guy. And he's, he's just doing what he's told. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like he's doing these things because he wants to do them. He's doing them because Vince is telling him he's to do He's contractually it. obliged. Yeah. And you go, I totally obviously have to respect and he just that. Needs that to be, but job. part of the thing is being yeah. more natural. But part of his job is to also entertain. Yeah. So if he's not doing that end of things, mm. then he's not fulfilling his contract. Like, I do wonder if um, WWE told Cena... Go out there and say you're not you haven't got a match at WrestleMania, and then go out into the crowd and drink a beer with some guy with a beard. <laughs> yeah, do that, you know. But they wouldn't have said that. But Cena was like, "Hey, let's have some fun with this." He's gonna go out there. On he Raw. knows he can get away with it. As well, and he can so go he out into the that. crowd yeah. and be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm gonna be stood right here for WrestleMania. I'm gonna be watching it just like you guys and having a beer. Hey, have a beer and drinks a beer, beer, and then gives it back to the guys. Like, yeah, cool. Get back in the ring, you know. Also, Cena can work a crowd like that because he knows that obviously he is at this point a household name. Yeah. So he started a let's go Cena Cena sucks chart in the ring. Well, that's what I mean. By himself. He does those things where he knows he's a household name. So if he does silly things on camera or if he does something on the show that they know is like, well, you know, when The Rock went a bit nuts yeah. and started showing those guys who were dressed up on camera. Yeah. And they were flipping out about it. Yeah. And it was like you could clearly people backstage and people working on the show were quite pissed at him. Mm. But because it's The Rock and he gets so much buzz just for doing weird he shit like that. He get away with it. He gets away with it. So John Cena knows he can do that. Cena I think, can do it because it's part of his sort of goofy, natural personality of him being he's a, bit a bit of a goofy, goofy boy in real life. <laughs> yeah. And it's with Reigns, I think he's now getting slightly into that where he knows he's got a bit of, without excuse the pun, he's got a bit of free reign when it comes to that. So, oh, but he's got a bit of freedom to move around in his character and be like, yeah. just go out there and have fun with it. Like, mm. you obviously say what you need to say and promote the next pay per view and hype your next match. Yeah. But do something that's just yeah. like, just relax, yeah. chill out, speak to the crowd, mm. work the crowd a bit. Like, that's what Cena's great at. Yeah. He'll work the crowd like crazy. Like you said, he started a Cena sucks, let's go Cena chant. Yeah. Because he knows if he starts it, they, they're chanting it, but they sort of go, he told us to chant this mm. so it's sort of like we're doing exactly what he's we're following him we are she yeah. and it's like he does it perfectly yeah Reigns is getting there Reigns is getting there and yeah. I think I hope that this Elimination Chamber win oh, sorry I'll somehow burp them nice <laughs> 
I hope this uh... ever the professional. Your phone's gone off, but I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, my phone is on silent, by the way. So is mine. I'm getting really. For so some reason, it. it beeped like that. I don't know why. Anyway, um, with Roman, I'm glad that the Elimination Chamber was good. Mm. Uh, it went well, and I hope it's the start of something that's um, oh, going to yeah. progress. Um, also, to briefly, Elimination Chamber, the women's the women's Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. was a good match. I thought it, it was, was very, very well good, done, yeah. and I th- I liked um, you know Alexa was good in there. Sasha and Bailey has been confusing. Like clearly, oh. they're setting up for those two to either have a one on one match or they're both going to be in the May uh, May on the this battle oh, battle the royal thing. Mule, battle royal. Yeah, the uh, insert name here, battle royal at WrestleMania, and so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the the women's battle royal is going to be. I think that's what they're aiming for because otherwise we're going to have more women's matches on the card than men's, and there's already a lot of men's matches, so there's just going to be too many matches on the card. In yeah, total. that's when you end up cluttering it up with. You know, because I mean, it's weird to say that a wrestling show's got too much wrestling or too many women's matches. A, a WWE WrestleMania. This is a, a show which you know five years ago didn't have any women's match on the card and now we're going there's too many storylines <laughs> too many women they've oh. really written themselves into a corner with doing a lot of these firsts and they've gone we've only had like so many pay-per-views to do all these firsts yeah so I it's know. all come up at once but i think it's great that they're doing the is it is it fabulous moolah yeah it's a fabulous moolah but Memorial a lot Battle of Royal. people are not very happy about that but yeah oh because of the name yeah, yeah because Which, to be fair, we won't go into it we won't we're go limiting into, ourselves. I, I just Google it. Yeah, just Google Fabulous Moolah. Read about her career um, and how harsh that was. Yes. Um, and yeah, you'll see why that. people are a bit annoyed about it. But yeah, we won't go into it because we're limiting ourselves. Yeah, we've, got, yeah, we've <laughs> only got you know, a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, but, but it was yes. a good match. But I think match. the Elimination Chamber was good. The yeah, Women's yeah. Elimination Chamber was good. And they, they all pulled it out i think um I it absolution be... are really improving yes. i think they're doing really especially mandy rose she's doing very good i thought they were going to play the match quite safe as well but they really didn't no there were some, like hefty spots in there yeah. so i was like okay credit to them they're not actually going to just obviously being the pay-per-view before mania yeah. don't want to risk injury but yeah they went all out they, they uh, want to show that really they good they had like alexa climbing around the the the, the chamber around the middle part it was up cool. to the top yeah that was cool just trying to escape sasha and bailey i mean that was brilliant um, so yeah, I thought they were really good in that match, and I think, uh, yeah, those were the main points. Oh, also Ronda, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ronda Rousey had her um, contract signing where she threw Triple H through a table. She, everything she does is awkward. Um, I don't know. It was a really awkward promo. She is awkward. She's not very good on the on the mic, and yeah. I don't know whether I don't know whether we've said this already. We probably said this after Royal Rumble, where we kind of said her entrance shouldn't be. I come in smiling and shaking people's hands. Yeah, it should we... be I come in and beat someone up and then leave, and then I come in again and beat someone up and I leave. There shouldn't be any bloody contract signings with Ronda Rousey. Mm. You know, there was never any contract signings with Ken Shamrock for Christ's sake. Yeah. You know, it's like that he just came in and was the the you know what was his thing? He was the um, oh he toughest was the... man on the planet or something. You know? Something like that. Yeah, and you just go that was his thing. He came in, he broke people's ankles, and he left. <laughs> you know that was like... what Ken Shamrock did. That was his bread and butter. And what she does is she comes in, she breaks people's arms and leaves, and that's what she does. Mm. And I don't understand why they haven't done that. I mean, I get to some extent they want to have the big. Hey, he's she's pointing at the sign, and yeah, but they should be doing what they're doing with Shayna Baszler. Yes, they yeah. should be doing what they do with Shayna Baszler, yeah. but with with Ronda. Have um, her come in and just be like, because obviously we all know she's she's a legit fighter. Yeah. So you want to be you want to see her come in and be like, okay, you what you everyone thinks. I wonder how she's going to work a match. Yeah, how is she, how are they going to work a match with her and Sasha, for example? Mm, I think. But then if she, if she comes in and just breaks someone's arm, and you go, oh, she's not going to work a match. Okay, she's just going to kill them. Mm. Okay, fair enough. I think. Um, Shayna Baszler should come up after WrestleMania. I'd be happy to uh, have her up. She can come to Raw and help out Ronda. Like yeah. Ronda can go out there help the- and start um, you know, uh, a promo with someone, uh, mm. I know Sasha or someone and be like hey or actually Alexa or whoever the women's champion is. Um, yeah. Nia Jax, I assume. Actually, that would be probably more likely. Yeah. <laughs> Nia Jax wins the Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Mm. Ronda comes out on Raw the next night and says, like, you know, I'm coming for that title, essentially. Exactly. And, you know, watch your back kind of thing. And Nia's in the ring, like, you know, come at me, come at me. And then from behind, Shayna Baszler takes her out of the legs 
and it just starts breaking her arm and just <laughs> so to pieces. on the arm, does all that, and like that's yeah. Then it's it's not the setup of a team, but more the setup of just like a mutual understanding, a partnership that, between yeah, the two of them. You know, we are they're not fighters. a tag team; they're just both fighters. You know, yeah. Um, I think that'd be cool. That'd be cool, and that's the way that she's going to have to be introduced because they're not going to be doing hey contract signing for Shayna Baszler coming to Raw. And if they do, I'll be very annoyed because <laughs> I can imagine they would be doing that and then being like why are you doing this Ronda was a big name but Shayna isn't like... everyone's just sat in the crowd going they keep doing these public contract signings every week every week yeah. <laughs> what's going on um, anyway so I thought Ronda's bit was awkward at Elimination yeah. Chamber and since then her stuff on Raw has been kind of awkward but it's been getting better but it's still awkward there's still just there's just little moments that uh, are just they yeah. don't work and when, then she, she'll smile too much when they she'll announced... point too much and yeah, she's she's very much alluding to the fact that she's clearly just an advertisement for WrestleMania, mm. and it's she needs to shy away from that. Yeah, I think it's just that I don't want her to be face. I want her to be a heel. Yeah, I yeah, no, that's the thing. She should yeah. not be a face. It's, just, it's like when CM Punk was a baby face when he came into WWE. It's like, oh no, yeah. it's like, he's no, a heel. The guy's a heel. He's going to walk out there and tell people that they're drinking and that he's better than them because he doesn't. And you she, know, he's a heel. Would... He's not the straight edge superstar. He's the you know. She would work as a heel. So she, they all do. The UFC people all work as a heel because this is WWE. This isn't UFC. They're coming. They're yeah. in our yard. You know, it's mm. like, you know, they're the <laughs> outsiders. They're the the outsiders. They are, you know, can you too sweet. That 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 lot. You know, it's the, the outsiders. You all could stand off with a sort of like in a, like musical terms of them coming in and being like, "You're in our yard now. We have scripts over here. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? You've got cages, wussy." We've yeah. got choreography. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is if, like, I don't know, um, John Cena decided mm. he wanted to get into UFC, wanted you... to get into MMA, <laughs> and he entered the octagon. You'd worry about his safety. Everyone would, would boo him. Yeah. Like, everyone would boo Cena and go, who is this guy? Um, well, look, to be fair, look at this. Punk stepped into the yeah. octagon and was universally panned by a lot of UFC fans. It's partly because he'd lost. If he'd won, people would have gone, no, if, I think hang on a second, he maybe lost. he is all right. He lost and a lot of people expected him to lose. And then I think if he'd won, people would have been dumbstruck yeah. or thought it was fixed. <laughs> Probably. But anyway, the point yeah. is, is that, you know, if WWE guy goes into UFC, they're not going to necessarily be accepted immediately by their audience. Brock was and a real if, tough one. And then he, he yeah, really he convinced him. them because he's a badass. And then he won the heavyweight title. <laughs> well, exactly. Like, well, clearly he's good. Exactly. So, yeah. but the thing is, if a UFC person comes to WWE, WWE have to expect that that person's going to get the same sort of treatment in WWE. Like mm. they're going to come in and they're not going to be immediately accepted. And at the same, and so if you're going to do that, they need to come in as a heel and prove themselves. Yeah, prove themselves and then just naturally. There's come plenty out of that. people that go Angle in as a it. heel. Yeah, Angle, Angle did it. Well, Angle he came, came in, as, in as, as originally came in as a as a baby face, and, and then people went, eh, "This guy's a bit bland, isn't he?" Mm. Uh, yeah, he won an Olympic gold medal, but. Yeah, that he hasn't got personality. Who is this guy? He's just yeah. this guy coming out there and saying, you know, hey guys, I'm Kurt Angle, Olympic and gold medalist. Even and though he was an Olympic gold medalist in amateur wrestling, in professional wrestling terms, yeah. he was very green. Yeah, and so um, he turned heel. Then yeah. he was getting booed in Pittsburgh. And, that was amazing. You know, and uh, he was going out with the three eyes and, oh, it's true, it's true, mm. damn true, and all that stuff. And he made himself uh, a brilliant heel, to which then people went... Well, he's actually very, very good. Then he got really good. Because he's very good in the ring, and he's good on the mic, and he's he's got a comedy side and a serious side, and he's got everything. But that's the thing with Kurt Angle. He had to prove himself, and that's the same with what Ronda has to do. She yeah. has to prove herself. She can't just come in and be like, hey, guys, thanks, you know, I'll sign the contract. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. But that might be but, the you know, thing. That obviously, it's quite early on, so it might be that she ends up I having that. I just hope that WrestleMania, she proves, she just beats the crap out of Stephanie, and... Then after that, she actually gets into some proper storylines yep. where Stephanie and Triple H are not anywhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, she needs to just get. She needs to just be able to go out there and do what she does and get hated for it. Yeah. Like I think what would be amazing is if in that match at WrestleMania, she puts like Stephanie in the armbar or something, mm. and then Angle takes out Triple H. And we think, oh, here we go. She's going to make a tap out. And then she just throws Stephanie on the floor and puts Angle in the arm bar mm. and, and breaks Angle's arm and then just 
goes haha and raises her hands with triple h and it's like everyone boos the hell out of her that would probably be the best thing yeah, for her turn on angle everyone loves angle mm. especially at mania he's going to be just like people are going to be like this is awesome angle triple h at wrestlemania this is brilliant love and, it, angle. and, it, like, and it, she could turn on angle and be the biggest heel in the company and yeah. then she can go in there to have matches against you know alexa or naya or whatever naya seems to be moving towards being a baby face anyway yeah and she looks like she's going to go to wrestlemania against alexa so hey and that would be cool. She takes out an Olympic gold medalist, believably. Yes. Because obviously people would say, oh, but he's an Olympic gold medalist in wrestling. He'd probably be able to get out of He's it. also it's in like, his 40s. Yeah, it, that was also <laughs> over 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's one of those things, that, yeah, she could easily do it. And it, Plus, it makes her look strong. Yeah. Kurt Angle can afford to take the hit. Doesn't matter for him. And he it adds to Stephanie's, now. like, evil, maniacal <laughs> woman. Yeah. That's and the only way I could describe it, really. It's just, I, it's just, I don't know what she her is now. Her character is just loud. She's just and then, woman. And she just makes that scowly face quite a yeah. lot. And that's kind of it. Yeah, I um, don't know. But, but either yeah, way. Um, as we were saying, it's obviously just, I think Rousey has a lot to improve on. Yes. We but will see where it goes. It was an awkward promo at Elimination Chamber, but well, yeah. But anyway, we'll move on now. Mm. Um, quick one. Fastlane wasn't particularly... Uh, not a lot of highlights. Though, obviously, cause Not a lot of highlights. Everything was to be expected. Interesting. I like that Randy Orton's the United States champion. Yes. Hopefully, there'll be a big multi-man match of Mania. There was a little um, thing about that, by the way. I saw there was the... WWE tweeted the video. Of, obviously, they always do this with new champions. Mm. Where they'll tweet out the nameplates being screwed in. Yeah. And they took off Bobby Roode's, which is obviously very new and very plush. I'm pretty sure they used Randy Orton's old nameplate. Because yeah. it looked completely different. Yeah. It looked very old. Yeah. And I was like, is that his nameplate from the World Heavyweight title? I don't know. I'd I have thought not. Be. I would have thought they'd have got new ones. No, it's not a new one. Trust me. If you look up the clip, and we'll yeah. do it later, but if you look up the clip, and obviously I encourage everyone listening to look up the clip, yeah. it's on their Twitter, and it's basically... Because re- Bobby Roode's is like clearly a very different style and is made very new. Like yeah. Made very recently, very clearly. Yeah. Um. They, yeah, they get Randy Orton's out and it's fonts different. Mm. I recognise the font though. Yeah. And I was like, he, that's been used before. Yeah. It's been oh, used okay. on something. But um, in terms of a match, um, I, I thought his match with Bobby Roode was good. It was good, um, yeah. And it was a good result because uh, it doesn't matter that Bobby Roode lost the title at Fastlane. Who cares about Fastlane? You know, and it's like, mm. you can go to WrestleMania and win it in like a big ladder match against Rusev and others Which- who, who can get involved to maybe don't have a match and they can be in there as well. So it's it'll be cool. Yeah. And I think... We're recording be... this on the Tuesday and you believe that tonight they're going to announce a large ladder match for that title. I would hope so. Yeah. It's either that or they decide that they do the Memorial Battle Royal and the winner is the United States champion or something like that. They oh, do some combination of something, you know, yeah. because I don't know what's going on with the Memorial Battle Royal, but we'll get to that because we're going to talk about mm. WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, other than that, Fastlane had Oscar make her appearance oh, to yeah, challenge yeah, yeah. Charlotte, which was really cool the way they did it. And like, Very well Charlotte done. stood there in the ring holding the title up and then it all goes dark and you can see her. There's like an amazing screenshot someone did where it's like <gasps> I think Charlotte's I in the darkness, but you can see her silhouette holding yes. the title up and then in the background you see the screen with the mask on it from Asuka. And it's like, I saw oh, that. Sweet. Yeah. It's so cool. But yeah, so their interaction was good because Asuka didn't speak um because oscar ends up just screaming when she speaks like she did on raw last night and it's well, just like like any just like, don't bother speaking like get a, a lot get of a japanese manager wrestlers. please get a manager <laughs> she like obviously a lot of japanese wrestlers that come over and they don't do a lot of promo work yeah. she hasn't done she's quite limited no at the yeah. moment so and she's improving she's getting better so oh, she I think is. you're right she, she just needs to be there as the imposing thing. yeah she just yeah. needs to go in there and kick ass um, they played the role perfectly but i thought it was perfectly done at fast lane um but yeah, so that's and that's fascinating. I can't really think of anything else that happened at they Fastlane. Just, they had them. That was the moment. It was basically the title change, which um, is for a reason, and we yes, know it's for a reason. The US title change, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then oh, of course there was the six man six pack challenge, but that was pretty much done on SmackDown six nights before. I was thinking that, yeah. Except it was a five man challenge. And it just didn't. Ha- it was the same match just without Cena, and somehow they thought that Cena would be like the game changer. And you go, well, no, actually, it proved that they could do the match without Cena, and it still be awesome. And then they go to Fastlane, and Cena's there, and it's still good. But it was it's just got Cena in it as well. <laughs> and you knew AJ was going to retain, which means yeah. we've confirmed AJ versus ninety nine percent AJ versus yeah. Nakamura. Um. So yeah, we're going to talk about um. WrestleMania now. 
Uh, we'll talk about what the matches are confirmed so far. What's now, some of these, obviously, card, we have yeah. already talked about. So, like, Brock versus Reigns, we went into that. We know all we, about We've that. talked about. Uh, and AJ versus Shinsuke, which, I mean, uh, not much needs to be said about that match. It's going to be a good match. I think it's yeah. just a solid, uh, you know, the wrestlers kind of match or, or, it's 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 the it's the technicians fans oh, match yeah. you know it's it's the marquee fan match but it's like go back and watch the match at, uh wrestle kingdom it's nakamura yeah. versus aj um really great match so obviously we, yeah there's not really much to we don't there's, we, we don't need to discuss much. we can't it's, sell it any more than it's already been sold it sells People itself want to see it yeah aj versus shinsuke what more needs to be said really i'm I looking mean, forward to it as well that's all, that's yeah. all i'm gonna say it's gonna wait. be great and yeah. we'll see um and my prediction for that is Shinsuke wins the title. Do you think Shinsuke's going to yeah, take it? Yeah, I think Shinsuke's going to take it. It'd be nice to see a Rumble winner actually win it again, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Shinsuke too. And also be interesting, because at one point, Shinsuke was NXT champion and Asuka was NXT women's champion. And then now we'll get to a point where Shinsuke is WWE champion and Asuka is WWE women's champion. Women's champion, SmackDown women's champion. Because she will beat Charlotte at cool. WrestleMania. Yeah, no, she's going to be... They won't end the streak just because of that. No. No, no, no. Um, so they're going to keep that going on a lot longer. You're right there. Yeah, <laughs> dropping things. Um, Triple H and Stephanie versus Angler Ronda. Oh, God, I have no idea how that match is going to go, but I hope, it, I hope it ends with a Ronda heel turn. It, I think we, that's the best way of it. We ending. know it's not going to be a clean finish. No. That's all I know so far. Yeah, there, there's going to be a, you know, Angler's going to be hit with a sledgehammer by Triple H at some point in that match. I almost guarantee it. Yeah, there's um, going to be there's going to be foul play. There's going to be, it's going to be a very spot heavy match. They'll just yeah. have setups to big moments in it. Yeah. And obviously they've got to work with Ronda, so they've got to try and... No, I don't want to be. I don't want to. I don't want to be so patronising because she's clearly a very great athlete. and She's probably going to be a great wrestler. Yeah, it's more just a case about. This is a big stage for her. Big stage for everyone involved. Um, yeah, they've just got to be careful with that match. They can't do too much. So it's probably going to be quite boring. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit more kind of gimmicky. Yeah, that's what because I mean. Stephanie can't wrestle. Mm. <laughs> I mean, people like to she's think, not a wrestler. People like to think, yeah. oh, but she's been in matches. She's won the women's championship. She's done that. She's not a wrestler. She's though. not a wrestler, and she's she doesn't a... really know how to wrestle. Her wrestling style is that of a model in the late nineties who was thrown in a wrestling ring. That's, That's what it, it is. It's scratch and claw and pull their head and in their hair it's and doing just like all that kind of stuff. And... and it's that kind of stuff. And... Be, she'll do the big slap or something yeah, at one point. Yeah, slapping is a lot of that stuff. So it's it's all that dated. sort of style yeah. and it's not great. It's dated um, and it's and it's limited. So... Whereas Ronda can actually fight. So that'll be interesting. But then Triple H is a great, you know, he's a great character. He's a great heel. And he yeah. does a lot of the kind of like, he can be pretty brutal. And I wouldn't be surprised if at some point... Along the way to WrestleMania, they announced this match is going to be no DQ or something like that. Because I think without with it being, no hold if if it is yeah. if there is DQs, it will be a bit. Mm. But I imagine <laughs> they'll they'll structure it like they do the mixed match challenge matches, like where it's like only men going up against men, women against women. Even though Ronda has done moves on Triple H, yeah, and they will yeah. still do still do women on women, men on men. But, oh, no. but there'll be so much chaos going around that it'll just be like Triple H running alongside outside of the ring and hitting angle with the sledgehammer while stephanie's in the ring getting her arm broken that's by ronda or something i know where there's I've, i'm gonna call this is probably very cheesy and it's probably not gonna happen mm. but my one prediction for that match is there's gonna be a moment like you said where it's obviously it's gonna be the men versus the men and the women versus the women mm. it'll be triple h tags in or like yeah triple h will tag in and then ronda like kurt Angle will be like oh, okay so tag me in and she'll be like i got this I reckon that'll be a moment. Oh, but right. You mean, yeah, it's in Triple like, H will like, come in. Triple H will tag in, waiting for Kurt Angle, obviously, to come yeah. in. And then Ronda will just be like, I got this. Nah. Yeah, I got Let's this. Let's go. That'd be cool. Yeah. So maybe that'll happen. Yeah. But yeah, the match is kind of null and void after Yeah, that. well, we don't know what's going to happen. It's <laughs> yeah. a bit of a surprise. It'd be a surprise what happens. But it's I, very I would hope, different. <laughs> I hope the Ronda makes a heel turn. Yes. I don't want her going into Raw the next night with a big smile on her face and going, hey, thanks, guys. It was a Jeez. great match. Wasn't it great last night? I don't want that. I just want her going out there and being everyone booing her and her going out there and going, I'm from the UFC. I'm an MMA fighter. I'm a better, yeah. I'm a real fighter. Unlike any of those women back there, and they're not real. She'll I'm real. Like, she'll just be like, "Give me these titles." You know, like, I, I deserve to be the women's champion. Yeah. You know, Nia Jax, come out here. I'll break your arm. And, so hopefully that's where it yeah, goes. Yeah, so I assume that's what's going to happen. But mm. um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, 
couple of other i mean we've talked about the fabulous moolah memorial battle royal uh, it was just it's just an excuse to get women who aren't on the card on the card isn't it, it so yeah it just it just yeah, yeah it broadens the card a bit more uh the cruiserweight title tournament um final will be at wrestlemania have you been watching that at all um i watched some of the the first round matches 205 lives improved it has improved our dream is coming true it. yeah but <laughs> our dream isn't completely true because it's not oh, live no. and it's not filmed at full sale and it's not <laughs> it should be at full on sale. a wednesday it night should be, it should be a lead into nxt yeah but it's getting better it's getting better and Triple i H's like rockstar spud or whatever his name is now um, oh um uh, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. I was yeah, going to yeah. say Derek Maverick, and I realized it's not Derek. Is it? You were going for Derek Bateman. <laughs> yeah, I was getting confused there. <laughs> yeah, no. So his Triple H's involvement in Two Five Lives. Yeah. Good. So the match at Mania for the, is it the final? Yes, the final yeah. of the Cruiserweight Championship tournament is at, at WrestleMania. Uh, whether that's on the pre-show or not, I don't know. It could be on the pre-show. Cruiserweight was on the Cruiserweight title was on the pre-show last. It year, was when it? it was Austin Aries versus Neville. I mean, yeah. both of those people aren't here anymore. But we'll see. Hopefully, Neville comes back. I want to see him back come back. True. I, um, the thing is, I think that Cruiserweight match would be very good. I think it'll be yeah. If they let them have a bit more free reign, like they did in the uh, Cruiserweight Classic, mm. then they could put on a show. Um, the other match that's confirmed. Um, obviously, the Chris Rattle match is confirmed. We just don't know who's in the final. We don't know yet. who's in it yet. Uh, but the other, the final match has actually been confirmed as of what Tuesday before SmackDown Live tonight. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, thirteenth uh, of March um, is the Intercontinental Title Triple Threat between The Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor. Which people who wanted Finn Balor to win the Elimination Chamber and go against Brock, this is the reason why it wasn't a good idea that that happened. Yes, because. Miz versus Seth versus Finn. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. It's going to be so good. And I know the Miz is going to lose the title because his baby's due like at WrestleMania. Like, yeah, he'll be taking time off. He after, might. He, he might not even compete in the match because he might have to run to a hospital. <laughs> oh, saying that, then actually, I imagine he'll be first on the card. I always guarantee this. The first match on WrestleMania's card will be the Intercontinental title triple threat. And the reason is, is so that Miz can, can do that match and then immediately <laughs> leave WrestleMania and You're go right. and go back home. Because his wife's due like the day after WrestleMania or She's something. Due, yeah, could, day after. And, and they're could, saying it's probably gonna it's likely that it's probably gonna be night off. And it could be any time yeah. around that period. So you just go unless they have the baby before WrestleMania. His match is going to be first on the card and he's going to be gone as quick as possible. But it's going to be an amazing match, a triple threat. I think Seth and Finn, those two on their own can put on a Mm. brilliant match like they did last night on Raw. Yeah. Um, And they did at SummerSlam when Finn, as Finn says, he won the Universal title with one arm um, against Seth. But I think those two are going to be brilliant. And Miz has improved so much over the last couple of years. That really he's just amazing. He's now. like one yeah. of the best people on the show now. And that's kind of... Uh, he's an expert on the mic. Yeah. He is, his in-ring has vastly improved. His facial expressions are brilliant. He's just great. Like, we, I'm really <laughs> sold Miz on Miz. sketch from last night, skit from last night, the Miz TV stuff. That was brilliant. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The Intercontinental title. Uh, who do you think it's going to go to? I was going to say Finn because I think you're right. It's going to be a Finn Seth story that's going to branch from this. Yeah, I think um, it could be Finn. And then Miz will obviously do a thing where I guarantee there's going to be a tweet where he thinks he's being really clever, but he's probably going to say something like, "I may have lost the Intercontinental title, but I gained a son or I gained a daughter." Oh yeah, it's going to be one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, uh, he'll. I I wonder about Miz whether Miz is going to come back and want to go for the Intercontinental title or he's going to come back and want to go for the Universal title. I'd hope they bump him up to the I Universal. I would hope he goes to the Universal title but there is a part of me that thinks he needs another Intercontinental title reign under his belt. Oh, so, I don't know. So that he can equal Jericho on oh, number of Intercontinental okay. title reigns. But having said that though, he can always do that at a later date. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean he's, John he, Cena's shown that you can step down He's a relatively young and... guy, you know, like, yeah. relatively speaking. I mean, he's but, probably, what, late 30s, isn't he, Miss? So. But he's been in the WWE for a long time. Well, yeah, so he's been in WWE since, what, 2004 or something. So it's yeah. like, he's been around a long time. So, yeah, he's got time. He can do this again. But, mm. um, yeah, I think the Intercontinental title match will be brilliant. And I hope that when he comes back, he goes in for another title, whether it's Universal or... Or Intercontinental, yeah. One or two. I would like it if he went for Universal, just because 
it would it would obviously prove that that's still what the Intercontinental title mm. is for. It's the passage for you to go back yeah. up to the and also that the Intercontinental title isn't something to be scoffed at. Yes, because it's something that Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, who are both former world champions, are going for, and Miz, who's a former world champion and main event at WrestleMania, is now going for the Universal title because mm. he sees that on par with the Intercontinental title because the Intercontinental title has been raised so much or because the Universal title has been brought so far down. That's I mean, a question. But, they, but they've met in the but middle. They've met in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it'd be cool and, and it'll be nice to see some younger people going for the Universal title like Roman versus Miz would be cool. Yeah. Why not? And Miz versus Roman would be a great storyline. Like the promos running up to that match would be great. <laughs> if, it, look, so, if, look, if especially if Roman stays on the path he is now with his promos. Oh, but if Miz gets free reign to lay into him, like yeah. he did with Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll see some highlights. That'll be some good stuff. Like when he had the storyline with Cena, some oh, of that stuff yeah. was pretty cool. And it, we'll get talking smack, Miz. That's oh. what we'll get if he's going in a feud with Roman. So see, look, they want. Like I said earlier that they're trying to do this whole CM Punk style thing with Roman Reigns, but give that shit to Miz. Well, Miz has just done it anyway. I mean. And that's the difference. It's with Roman. He he did it on a whim. He's doing it, it because yeah. Reigns is doing it because he may have been given the idea. Reigns, yeah, told. may have been just go out there and just speak from the heart. Just go out there and just mm. you know kind of say what's going on. Um, but you know, just lay into into Brock and just let your feelings get. It's been given direction. Yeah. Miz just was in the moment. Say what you want. Whereas Miz yeah. was pissed, legitimately pissed off because. The I think it was the SmackDown Women's Championship and the new SmackDown tag titles had been debuted on that SmackDown. And because of that, Miz didn't get a match. He wasn't even on the card. Yeah. So he, he was, was like, well, didn't get a promo SmackDown. I'll, I'll go on there. But I think he just decided, well, I'm going to go on Talking Smack. Just give me the mic. Let me go on Talking Smack. I'll go on there and just do some stuff. And mm. they were like, okay, fine. And he goes on there and just lays well, it out there. Daniel Bryan had the... I'd say the gall to say to him that he didn't like his wrestling. He said he was a bad wrestler, essentially. Yeah. But the thing is, that was part of the character at the time because Miz just would constantly do stuff to get out of actually wrestling the match. Oh, I know, I know. But I think it was more that that obviously just... And that really grated at Miz, though. It clearly felt like it came from somewhere that was like, Daniel Bryan legitimately thinks that. He thinks I'm a bad wrestler. So he got pissed. And it worked for him. So, you know, I'm I'm excited to see where they go with that. With with Miz after Mania. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, you say Finn will win the match. I'm I suspect Finn, it might but... it might go to Seth only because Finn has got the better of Seth on a couple of occasions now recently. Yeah, and Seth also lost to Finn at SummerSlam True. two years ago, and so I think and Seth's been on a real big roll as of late. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if they put the title on him. So. Do you reckon they they like the idea? I like this too. I, it's Finn but then Jake. it could be a feud between the two of them going forward for the Intercontinental title. Yeah, after and Mania. it hasn't felt like much of a long chase for Finn at the moment. And I know this is a bit of a weird thing to say because obviously I want him to be a champion at some point. Yeah, but I do like the chase. Like with Finn Balor, it's nice to see him chasing a title. Yeah, and I think maybe they've picked up on that. So maybe give it to Seth, and then after Mania, you've got yourself a, a great three month story there. And when Dean returns from his injury, they might be able to do a Shield versus Club match. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, there you go. So It writes itself. Balor Club versus the Shield, you know. Yeah. And the fact that the Intercontinental title is in the middle of that. Yeah. I mean, that's bolst- That's boosting that yeah. way up. But, I mean, it's, it's reminiscent of, like, when, you know, it was, like, The Rock and Triple H fighting over the the European title. One has the European, one had the Intercontinental, or something like that. I think it like was that. like that, yeah. And so you ended up with the feud between the nation and dx yeah and you had that feud and it's like because it was led by the intercontinental the minor championships i think it's good that they're, it they're was... having main eventers win the intercontinental title yeah and it's it, guys because well, they had to because brock's been world champion yeah. for a year <laughs> and um, hopefully that's given the kick in, like the kick in the pants have been like that's what we've wanted yeah for, it's what the titles wanted for a long time as well mm. it needs that yeah, main event status. So we'll see, but I'm I'm really looking forward to all those matches that have been announced so far for WrestleMania. Big time, yeah. Um, and then there's some matches who, which haven't been confirmed yet, or haven't got people haven't got opponents yet. Mm. So there's Cena versus Undertaker, not yet confirmed, but virtually sort of confirmed because now Cena's actually saying it on TV, and we're here, and yeah. he appeared at Raw 25, so we know he's not. You know, in a he's wheelchair been... or anything, we know he's he's capable of doing a match. The typical the typical yearly picture of Undertaker in the gym as well has come yeah. out, where it's like, okay, is he working for a match? More than likely, mm. more so, than likely that he's. So for I a think match. we, it's very clear that they're going to have a match. Mm. You know, 
whether Cena has the moment with Undertaker tonight at SummerSlam, uh, Summer Sla- <laughs> at Smackdown, Smackdown, or more likely Raw next week. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 probably more likely Raw. But I don't know because next Monday Night Raw we have the Ultimate Deletion match between Matt Hardy and and Bray Wyatt, and I don't know whether they would. That's taking part. To, uh, they, I don't know whether they want to sort of um, overshadow that, <laughs> over spooky the raw, <laughs> or overshadow it. Or, oh, um, nice! Overspooky. By the Undertaker spooky, spooky. returning, so I don't know. But <laughs> no, they, you're right. You're they right. They might do. But apparently, Brock Lesnar's supposed to be on Raw next week. Who knows? If that's he the won't case. be. I always guarantee. I put money on Brock Lesnar not being on Raw next week. Yeah, no I'd one is going to be fair. surprised if Angle comes out at the beginning of Raw next week and goes, "Sorry, guys, something again." <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, so Cena versus Undertaker. Uh, it'll be an all right match, you know. Cena goes out there saying, "You're not washed up. You're not, you know, you're not broken. You're not." It's like he is. Did oh. you watch his match with Reigns last year? It was awful. It. I. I still go from that. I'm still thinking. I don't want to. It's so selfish, but I don't want to see him in the ring because of what he did that yeah. night. He put his gear in the ring and he retired. That he gear. retired. And and like yeah. when the BBC do a news article that says. Legendary wrestler, The Undertaker, has retired after 25 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah you do. You, you say he's retired. He's, that's him done. That's him done, we yeah. We never see him again, apart from in weird documentaries they make where he's out of character and he's chatting about his time in WWF. It's the, and and the, he gets put in the Hall of Fame. That's what he should be doing this year. He should not be wrestling Cena. He should be going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, like the presence that guy has nowadays, the status that he's elevated to, is the point where after that match where he put the coat and the hat in the ring... No one wanted to move it. No. They were closed. They were they forty five minutes. I think that thing sat. Those things they, sat there. Yeah, they collapsed. All they were collapsing. All the they were clearing up, collapsing yeah. all like the sets and, and the hat and the gloves and the coat and they were just, just still sat. piled in the middle of the ring because no one wants to be that one yeah. grip who goes in the ring and goes. I'll get I it. think eventually <laughs> they must have taken it away as it was, and I assume they've put it in the sort of archives thing in a little glass case or something. No doubt it sits exactly how it sat. And it's going to be in some museum yeah. thing they have somewhere. Oh, it's probably in a glass case at WWE headquarters yeah. uh, in the lobby in a big glass case. They go with a little sign that says, this is the Undertaker's hat, gloves, and jacket that he put down in the ring at yeah, WrestleMania 33. The, the like, ring gear that he retires. Yeah, and it, yeah exactly. there are lots of those kind of little props and kind of art, uh, you know, old kind oh, of... We know that. We, they keep museum-y everything. Thing. They keep everything. They keep everything. So, <laughs> anyway, um, Cena versus Undertaker will be good. Yes. Um, Alexa- who, would give, who would you give it to, real quick? Oh. Uh, if it happened, Taker. Taker? Yeah, I'd give it to uh, Taker. He can't afford to lose another match. He's already lost to... Uh, Reigns and Lesnar and Reigns last year after he lost to Lesnar in WrestleMania 30 he went out and beat up Bray Wyatt the following year WrestleMania mm. 31 you know and WrestleMania 32 who did he go up against WrestleMania 32 WrestleMania 32 was um uh why am I forgetting I can't remember who was last year <laughs> Reigns WrestleMania 33 Reigns 32 was he won, didn't he? I'm going to have to Google this now. This is embarrassing. I'm going to say yeah, it. it was, I'm going to be like... Because Lesnar beat him the first time. Then there was a match. Then Reigns won. Oh, Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah. I forget that. Like, even now I'm looking I forgot at, that was the Undertaker it was, match. It was Hell in a Cell. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, and Shane jumped off the top of the Hell in a Cell onto the Undertaker. And missed. And missed. That's it. Because that's his trademark. It's jumping off the Hell in a Cell and missing. Do you know what it is? I'll give myself the excuse of that he's done that twice. Yeah, and also, it was a forgettable match. Yeah, so I, I, I still picture Kevin And Owens. also, it had it was supposed to have a real world effect in that it was supposed to be that the storyline would be that if Shane won, he would get control of Raw. Oh, yeah, and instead he got and then <laughs> No, but then after, it was sort of like, uh, yeah, he didn't win, but uh, I'm going to let Shane run things and uh, we'll give it a shot and see what happens. That was and it. then they just sort of went, oh, yeah, just forget about that whole thing where he lost a match against The Undertaker. They just, just shuffled that. it away. And... See, anyway, that was that. Um, yes. But I think Undertaker win because he can't afford to lose. And it's Cena not... already says, you know, you want me to, you know, everyone wants to, either wants to see me win against Undertaker or they want to see me get my ass kicked by the Undertaker. Either way, they want to see the Undertaker in the ring. I see it as going and I the think other way. Lose. Why? I see it maybe going towards Cena. But this is going to sound really far-fetched and really out there. But it's going to be a thing of where Cena wins and they both retire. 
And it's just like Perhaps, a... Perhaps, but I don't I was see like, that happening with Cena, in all honesty, because he needs to win that 17th, uh, 17th world title. That's what I mean. It's just, it seems a bit strange. It's a bit far-fetched. Well, not far-fetched. It's just Cena's a definitely there. a part-timer now. He still yeah. definitely only works, like, you know, a few months a year. So I was just thinking, Significantly like, more than Lesnar, but he's still not as, you know... I think, it, I think it's more just me trying to find the purpose for that match. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I think it's just a case of Cena... It's like a dream match scenario That's type it. match. You know, yeah. It's one of those things where people... I think people have always regretted the fact that Sting never had that match against The Undertaker. Yeah. And Cena is the biggest star of his generation. And, and, have... and The Undertaker was one of the biggest stars of his generation. And then the idea that they've never had a match... It's like ah, everyone wants to see that. Everyone wants to see Cena versus Undertaker. Yeah, and you keep hearing. But the of course, I'm like... sure they've already had a match like ten years ago when Cena was doing basic thugonomics. Oh, they absolutely did on yeah. SmackDown at a random SmackDown somewhere. I'm almost certain they've had more the than a fair few matches. But at WrestleMania, you yeah. know, the two of them at WrestleMania, at the, and they're both at, at the top of their game. Cena's, well. at the, Cena's at the peak of his career. Undertaker, Undertaker is. is the legend that he is. Yeah. So it's yeah, they've both gone so far since then, but. I don't know, maybe it's just a case of Cena's just had enough. I mean, yeah. it's easily... He, knowing Cena, from what we've seen on two sides of him, so his wrestling side and mm. then his semi-normal side, which yeah. I still don't quite believe in uh, like things like Total Divas and Total Bellas, I could see it where he just goes, I'm, I don't care, I'm done now. Mm. I've done, all, I've done everything I can. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but again, it's just me trying to... It's my brain trying to find a reason. <laughs> so, But it is, like you said, it's just a dream match. And people keep saying that Sting can still do it. That's never happening. No, Sting happening. can't wrestle again. Um, the other matches that, ha- that haven't got an opponent or speculation Oh, okay, for. so yeah, yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss currently doesn't have officially an opponent for her women's title, but it's very clear it's going to be Nia Jax. Mm. Um, and she's uh, not 100% certain what her path to Nia Jax is. has been confusing. <laughs> I, I don't understand why she's been crying on television. That just makes no sense to me. She's supposed to be a monster, and for some reason she's crying like, she's being mean to me. She was saying I was fat and big. <laughs> she's like, come really, on. She's being really whingy. And it's it's just... being really whingy. And like, I liked the fact that she destroyed the locker room on Raw, but I didn't like the fact that immediately before doing that, she wiped a tear from her eye <laughs> and then stormed off. Off and and, it, and was screaming and stuff and I just go yeah be angry be angry that your best friend has been talking shit about you behind your back absolutely but you don't cry you don't go why, yeah, you just, why you everyone's just, made fun of me because I'm big you destroy her no you like, just destroy just, her you just yeah. like they gave her far too much time there was far too much of Alexa Bliss and Mickey James talking at the, <gasps> on the screen yes thing and they were just you know talking about her not realizing they're on camera and being broadcast to the entire world you know mm. and that went on for far too long because what should have happened in there is they should have been talking and it'd been like oh you know neither this neither that and then at that point no goes well fuck this shit and gets out of the ring and storms up and then you just see them carrying on talking or have you and charlie caruso coming up and going hey guys sorry mike was still on camera's on I'm gonna leave now, and then walks off, and then and then they're like, "Oh shit!" And then Nia storms in and just throws shit everywhere yeah. and screams. That's what it should have been. But the crying element of it, it just doesn't make sense for her it, character. It took a it just because of that moment. It took a slight. Dip, they're trying to make it? people empathize with her and be like, "Oh, I like Nia. She's, she's a really bullied. sweet person, and she's yeah, being bullied by those mean girls." And the, like, she should be the bully. She yeah, well, one. to some extent, she should be the bully, but yeah. clearly it hasn't really worked because she's been a heel in the past and it's just been like, uh, okay, flat. she loses all the time and you go, okay, fine. But she, the thing is, she knew, you can tell she knew when, when she first did that heel gimmick, she knew when she first heard her music, she went, she right, didn't like it's not it. not going to work. Well, she's didn't... not like most girls. I'm I mean... not like most girls. <laughs> yeah, it, but anyway. it, it, it fell flat. So yeah, I see what you mean. The crying thing was a bit weird. But hopefully, hopefully, going on, up. they can now just go, right, they're not friends anymore. Yeah. And we can just get past that, and we can get to no Alexa more... Bliss oh, come on, let's... getting in fights with Nia. There's definitely going to be a two-on-one handicap match at some point. Yeah. Alexa and Mickey. But Mickey's an interesting one as well. Mickey went from being a baby face to being a giggling friend with Alexa going, <laughs> isn't she stupid? Oh, she's getting the... She's no, gone to like... She's she's taking her... This is her transition into back what she used to be. Mickey where, James. Where she's right? the obsessive fan person. Mickey James is the big show of the women's division. Just flip-flopping. She just goes flip-flop. Oh, I'm a good guy this week. Oh, no, now a bad guy. Good guy. Because it was like, oh, Mickey James became a good guy again. After being friends with Alexa, mm. 
which was cool in the way they did it because she was actually just a heel. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, she's a baby face now and they're making fun of her because she's old, which is what they're doing again with Naya because she's big. But it's, <laughs> you know. It just, uh, and yeah, then, I'm but not But for sure. some reason, she just jumps back and forth and I think it's confusing with Mickey. I'm fine with her being a heel, by the way. I just would wish it wasn't so mean girls-esque. Like, yeah. can women have views that aren't based around them being schoolyard bullies yeah, can, can it we, just not can be we have that a storyline story? that has depth and not just you don't have guys I mean, they're tried, bitching about each other they've only the tried time. it it's once like, with the men okay, yeah they've only tried it once with the men and that was right back when he said you know don't be a bully and all that stuff oh yeah and it was like what is this what is this because you, you can't do that where it's like men being jocks yeah, that's not a storyline. That no, they doesn't happen just, in the they, men's division, but it happens in the women's division all the time. They can do it in the women's division where it has depth as well, and they've done it in the past, but they keep coming back to this, mm. like, oh, but they all bitch about each other behind their backs. Yeah. Like, oh, they're not really friends. And you go, they're also not kids yeah. in school. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm i I'm not surprised that isn't yeah. sorted out yet. So. Um, we, we, we are running out of time a little bit, so I'm going to move on to something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to the tag titles. Um, well, we'll start with the Usos because there doesn't seem to be any plan for them at the moment. So we'll just shame. see what happens there. Mm. Um, it, stuff is probably going to happen tonight on SmackDown. I That's assume. The thing. I was like, so we'll much... see what happens. But there's nothing really to say about the Usos yet. That's what I mean. There's nothing to say because it hasn't happened yeah. yet. So tonight we'll probably get an answer. Yeah. Um, the bar versus we don't know oh, they've yet. Challenged every but it should team. be. It should be. Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, it should be Gallows and Anderson. There are rumours that it's going to be... Because it would be cool if Gallows and Anderson won the tag titles and Finn won the Intercontinental title. I know. I have a feeling I know who it's going to be. It's going to be War Machine. It could be. I was thinking it would be War Machine. Yeah, but it could be I War think... Machine. Their debut at Mania would be that big moment. But are War like, Machine oh, cool. not going to NXT? Well, that's the thing. They might be skipping that. They were at the Performance Centre, but they haven't been at NXT. And the only NXT signings they've been boasting about are EC3 and Ricochet. Yeah. Ricochet made his debut recently at a taping. Mm. And it's things like that where I'm like, they haven't really talked about War Machine since they did that whole, here's the Performance Center photo. Yeah. And I think they were they made an appearance in the crowd once. Although... I was like, maybe they could just be going straight to the Although it seems though from um, Raw last mm. night, I don't know what they're doing with, with um, Braun Strowman. I don't get it. Are they going to put him in a tag team and have them go up against the bar? Yeah, they saw him in the Mixed Match Challenge and they were really convinced. Or is he going to be... A one-man, one-on-two handicap match for the tag team titles, oh. and he's just gonna be—they—they're basically gonna go. It's huh, a really nice raw tag team division we have there. It'd be a shame if Strowman were to ruin it. Let's have Strowman go in and win the titles. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna happen, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay, right. But I'm not I gonna really, say anymore because I think that's probably. I right. probably really it. hope they don't. No, yeah, same. Uh, they don't do that. I hope it's War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I hope it's War Machine. That'd be good. Um, yeah. And the only other thing is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which I hope happens. I'm sure it's going to be on the pre-show. It'll be pre-show, but it gives me an excuse to watch the pre-show. Yeah, I would have thought what would have been better is if Braun was in that and won that. That would be better. How about how about? And they can have the Memorial Battle Royal last five minutes and have Braun go in there and just eliminate all twenty nine other people in it and just destroy it. Well, how about um, if we don't know to end this week's podcast or this what this podcast will regardless of who's in it or who's in who could be in this battle yeah. even if it even happens who do you reckon win it just doesn't uh, who, who would win who would win the memorial battle royal this year do you reckon Braun Braun yeah because Braun's hasn't got a clear plan at the moment mm. but also people like Braun just going in and destroying stuff and if it's a, a, a ring full of 30 other people that are just he can just fling out of a ring people are gonna love that yeah it'd be true. entertaining even if he didn't win it it'd be entertaining if him being in it but i think he would win it yeah no i, I give you that i think um there might be some do you reckon as it was a last thing do you reckon there'll be any surprises at mania do you reckon anything or anyone will turn up do you reckon anyone will interfere or do you reckon um, any new people will turn up and uh, i don't know they'll obviously be in the battle royal there's always like a couple of nxt at, guys at mania itself no no. At Mania. Raw after Mania. Raw though. after Mania. I mean, there could be some NXT debuts. Shayna Baszler, we said about already. But there could be people like Gargano and Champa could yeah. turn up on Raw. And, you know, you could do stuff like that. I don't know. But 
Raw after, SmackDown after, yeah, there could definitely be some debuts, returns, whatever. Yeah. But at Mania itself, no. Mania is no. going to be textbook. They're going to, I think they're right. going to advertise think... what they're going to advertise, and that's what you're going to get. They'll I mean, stick to that. The Rock might turn up. I don't know. Well, like, like obviously, like War Machine would be a little bit of a surprise, and it'd be little things like that. I think that's probably as far as they go. Yeah, I think you're right. It will basically be textbook. Uh, there won't be a, like a, a Matt Hardy, uh, Hardy Boys thing. No, God, that blew the roof off. Yeah, there won't Even be a Hardy Boys thing like that this year. <laughs> yeah. But you never know. There might be. There'll just be some... I think there'll just be... So, hopefully, it's just a show of... You never know. They might do an in a US title, you know, multi-man ladder match, and then, you know, Daniel Bryan comes out and says, we've got one more person to be in this match, and then Kenny out Omega's comes kids. Kenny Omega or EC3 <laughs> or something, and they're like, ah! That's the thing, who knows? I mean, it's WrestleMania, so anything could happen. There yeah. could be some mental stuff that they've planned that we don't have anything, like, exactly. no clue of. Yeah, I mean, we um, look back at this and go, oh, wow, weren't we naive? We just had no idea that was going to happen. But that's for- why I look forward to it. I hope that there's surprises that I can't predict. We will do a podcast very likely immediately after WrestleMania or on the Wednesday, so it's after Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be long. I know we just started the rules of doing it as a time. Yeah. That'll probably be a very long one. Well, I think maybe with that one, we could do multiple podcasts. We'll split it up for sure, just to make it yeah. easier for everyone and us. Um, so yeah, and that's uh, that's what we got. So is uh, f- uh, Fastlane and Elimination Chamber were okay. Yeah. WrestleMania's shaping up to be a pretty good WrestleMania. Like, the build-up's been pretty good, and I think... The more we've talked about it, the more I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting yeah. excited for it, and uh, we will be watching it live, however we watch it, whether both of us together or separately. Either oh, way, we're going to be watching WrestleMania live. 100% watching it live. I watch it live every year, Yeah, so definitely. So um, thanks for listening. Um, make sure to follow us on uh, at CSWPod or at Ring, Ring Review. Review. Thank you. Um, or plug. both. I say or and ring review. Follow us on both. Follow us both. Like, these, I do a lot of New Japan things and I, do, I follow a lot of Ring of Honor and I follow New Japan quite religiously. Other stuff, whereas I'm focusing on WWE stuff. So. Very committed to the Western side of it. And it's, yeah. Yeah, we cover both now. So this is why it's. I think it's yeah. good that we've got two. Yeah. So yeah. follow CSW Pod and ring review yeah. um, make sure to subscribe on iTunes give us a review all that sort of stuff helps yeah you know that helps all the kind of uh, stuff gets us up there in the yeah, rankings if we were even anywhere near rankings tweet us <laughs> I mean it's just anything you need to do anything you just want if you've got any questions or anything just ask yeah. away really that's the thing and uh, yeah so beautiful that's us alright see you next time see you next time bye we've made it <laughs>